All right, everybody, welcome in to Pickaxe and Roll. I'm your host, Ryan Blackburn. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Got to sit down with Denver Nuggets rookie Jalen Pickett this time around in a sit-down interview. Runs about 25 minutes. Had a great time. Jalen is very introspective and honest and candid and fun in his interview. And then we got into some really fun topics. Wanted to be able to share that with you. Hopefully we could do more things like this in the future with other Nuggets and other uh, people around the NBA. So really excited for you to see this. Here is this interview with Jalen Pickett. Nuggets rookie Jalen Pickett here. Uh, thank you so much. 32nd overall pick. And I think everybody's just wanted to get to know you, man. Everybody wants to know who Jalen Pickett is. Just just get a good window into the kind of person you are, the kind of player you are, and and just wanted to be able to sit down and and uh, and be able to say that. So thank you so much for hopping in. Uh, thank you guys for having me today. Um, yeah. Can't wait to get started. It uh, should be fun. You grew up in New York. You're a Rochester guy. Uh, I wanted to first ask you, what does being a New York point guard mean to you? Because you hear a lot about being a New York point guard, and, and Michael Malone has talked about being a New York point guard here. So uh, I wanted to know what that means to you and just just what the physicality level is, what the like emotional levels are there. Yeah, definitely. So um, being from New York, you know, it's a tough spot, definitely from Rochester, you know. Growing up, I feel like, you know, it kind of prepared me, you know, for the stage. And right now, Rochester actually has five guys in the NBA, so this is kind of like a golden age for us. So it's really, you know, um, special for me. And, you know, I love to be at home. You're a three-star recruit coming out of high school. You go to Siena. Uh, what brought you to Siena? What was the what was the choice that you made to, to ultimately get there? Yeah, so um, I had a couple offers coming out of prep school when I was um, at Spire Institute, and Siena was one of them. So being able really to connect with Coach Christian and see how he wanted to play you know, offensively with all the ball screens and stuff he did, and just having a chance to play right away um, was really important for me. So, you know, really just connecting with him and being able to change the Siena program around for the better was um, one thing I wanted to do. You, you did play right away. You start, I know you started immediately. That was a, a big deal. You, you had a lot of success. Uh, Looking at some of the numbers that you put up there, it was pretty impressive for a freshman immediately. Um, you were there for three years, get hurt a little bit in your junior year, and ultimately decide to transfer. What kind of led you to that decision, and, and what was it about Penn State that you were so excited about? Yeah, so um, I basically did almost everything I wanted to do at Siena. You know, the one thing we did in – um, accomplished was the NCAA tournament. We actually won in sophomore year, and then they Amazing. yeah they cut the tournament for us. So I mean, I just wasn't able to go. And um, you know, with COVID and everything, I was just ready for a fresh, fresh start, new change, new scenery, and just try and compete and put myself in the best position at a higher level. So you know, going into Porto, I had calls with Miami, with you know Gonzaga, Baylor. So you know, being able to get on the phone with Coach Shrews, basically, ultimately. Him being a first-time head coach, but with all his connections and things like that with the Celtics and running an NBA system and being able to play, you know, right away and have the ball in my hands at Penn State was, you know, the uh, final straw for me. Explain, explain this to me. What is, what does this mean? What is? Whoop. Yeah. Um. That's you know. That's just that's just me. That's my yeah. thing. You know, to get going and um. It kind of started at Siena and I just carried it on over. And I'm just going to stick with it. I mean, I make a three or I make a big shot or something like that. You know, I'm going to throw the W's, man. Entire bench going to do it right back at you. That'll <laughs> be fun. Uh, everybody, it's whoop. It's whoop just like, or is it, or is it with the two? Yeah, it's two. It's two? Okay, yeah. okay. Just want to make sure you get that right. Uh, Michael Shrewsbury, you 
spoke about him a little bit. We talked about him and just kind of the impact that he had. How important is it to have that kind of impact? And, and what, what did he do for you that helped you kind of achieve what you wanted to achieve? Yeah, so for me, basically, um, he just broke the game down. He made it really simple for me, um, surrounded me with great players, and he just basically just taught me how to be a professional. So um, for me and him, our relationship really grew um, after the first year and that summer going into the second year. Um, I actually stayed up at Penn State basically the whole summer when you know people were there. I went for the first session all the way through to the second and third. So just being able to work and talk to him and watch film and break stuff down is um, – I mean, I can't thank him enough for, you know, everything he's done for me to be at this spot. We actually run, like, kind of the similar defensive scheme yeah. as, you know, the, they're teaching us. So I kind of already know some of the stuff we're doing on defense and here. Um, of course, there's a couple differences, but for the majority, the basic concepts I already know because, it's like I said, you know, he's an NBA guy. He's run like an NBA system. It seems like he's going to be an NBA guy. Like, just just hearing everything about Shrewsbury, like, he will eventually get there if he wants to be. Yeah. Uh, you played – and had an ex extremely successful final year at Penn State. Like, you guys go to the NCAA tournament. Uh, you upset a team that's seated higher than you. Uh, was that your favorite moments? Uh, just, or, or was there another moment that you can point to from, from those Penn State years that uh, really stands out as just the most important for you? Um, definitely. I think the biggest moments, that was definitely the biggest moment. But our first year, you know, we actually won a couple of games in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. And then, you know, we felt we felt like we felt short that year. Mm. You know, even though we weren't, you know, the best team, we felt like we had a great shot those last two games. And we feel like if we had a couple if a couple guys don't get injured, we actually could have beat Purdue, you know, that first year. And then, you know, the next year, you know, always playing well in the Big Ten, um, getting to the finals. We had tired legs at the end. We say that. It's tough. It's hard, four yeah. games in a row, four days, it's tough. But um, definitely just those March moments. And I felt like we were playing that last run we went on, we were playing such great basketball. We won like five or six games in a row going into the tournament. So, I mean, that run was just incredible. Explain kind of because your, your setup with uh, Penn State, you're talking to me about it before. You're, you bring the ball up and then you go set up at the elbow and then you're doing a lot of screening and, and posting up and doing basically everything for a team like you're. you're rebounding like a menace over there uh what was the like was that directed by the coaching staff that they wanted you to try to do a little bit of everything or was just that your own personal touch and saying this is what i can do to help the team win uh definitely i think it was both you know that was a great thing about coach shrews he was always open to new things and he was always looking to do new things so um we would watch film on other teams and where they put their best players and where they had success at and you know we were trying to mimic it and do different things with our team so um, we were just trying to take advantage of mismatches. So wherever coach puts me or whatever coach wanted me to do, um, I trusted him and he never put me in any bad position. So um, whenever he asked me to do anything, I was always 100% in for it and you know, ready to attack. You're going to have to explain booty ball to me because that I know that's followed you around. It's, it's yeah. maybe something that not super enthused about the way that that's being described, but whenever I watch that, I always think of Kyle Lowry as yeah. just, and not not for the reasons you might think, but like, uh, he was so he's so good about maneuvering and just getting into tight spaces and creating space at being and he's a he's a six foot tall guy so like just being able to do that so explain that to me explain kind of was that something that sort of developed early on for you or is that something that you just decided hey this is the way that I can create space at this level yeah so I actually been doing it like since high school but actually one coach this year um, 
actually said booty ball like at the press conference and then it just took off got it got so it, that's yeah. what happened and it's you know i have no problem with it you know some people some people really hate it and some people love it so for me um, i think it's, it's hilarious like, personally yeah, like, it's just it's just a, a, a unique thing about about your game that I, everybody's got to have their unique quirks that that they bring to the game of basketball so it's it's clearly that that one or it's not that specifically but it's just an aspect of it because you just don't see it that often now yeah, definitely. So um, usually when like the little guards get on me or somebody I feel like, you know, might be taller but skinnier that I can move, um, I kind of go to it. And, you know, it's just, it, it's different. It's actually funny. They wanted to change, the coach wanted to change the rules for it. And I was like, I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing like illegal, but I mean. <laughs> That's, no, you're not doing anything. That's I funny. Have no, I have no problem with That's that. That's awesome. Love booty ball <laughs> over here. Um, what else? Extremely successful season, obviously, at Penn State. You ultimately declare for the draft. Uh, what's that process like? I, I know that Calvin Booth, a, a Penn State guy as well, I'm sure that those guys were talking to you kind of throughout the process. Uh, what was that process like of just being courted by a bunch of different NBA teams and, and you trying to put yourself out there for that? Yeah, um, it's actually, it's stressful. It's stressful. I'm sure it is. Going through, you know, a lot of different workouts. Um, the basketball part is never stressful. You know, being able to play you know, playing the draft, combine, playing the workouts, that part wasn't really stressful. But just not knowing where you're going next, um, not knowing if some teams are honest with you, um, that part was just stressful. But, I mean, I did a couple workouts, and I had some great feedback from a couple teams. So um, I've kind of had a good feel of where I was going to go. And then, you know, I actually made um, some leeway at moving up in the draft, and it really gave me some confidence. So I had a great draft night, and, uh, you know, I wouldn't change anything about it. As somebody – who was fortunate enough to cover the NBA finals. I did not pay attention to the draft at all. So your name at, at those points wasn't really on the radar kind of where you were selected, but the nuggets felt very comfortable taking you at that place. And they're really happy with where, with where, what the person that they've gotten, the player that they've got. So just those conversations with the nuggets, how, how did those go? What, what was it about uh, kind of that pairing that, that worked out so well? Yeah. I love the mock drafts. I love to look at them just because, you know, you see some guys who are, you know, ranked so high and then you work out with them. I'm like, yeah, he's not going that high. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Like that's, it's great that's an interesting see. aspect of it though. Yeah. It's yeah. great to see the insides of it. And, you know, it always gives you something to work for, you know, going into just that hunger, being that underdog. And, you know, um, I came to the Nuggets. I had a good workout and being able to talk to these guys and talk to, you know, Calvin and the coaches and see where I can, you know, try and come in and help out um, if they were to select me was, um, very special and just to have a team, you know, to have confidence and faith in you, you know, to get better and contribute, you know, down the line is really important. It's cool. Uh, take me through draft night. Just that, what you remember, it was only like less than three months ago. And I, I was shocked when I heard that, by the way, uh, take me through draft night, your, what you remember, the conversations and the phone call that you got. Yeah. So, um, I had a draft party back in Rochester. I had, um, coaches from when I first started playing when I was five, all the way up to coach Shrews being there in college. And, you know, surrounded by friends and family. So um, it was really a special night for me. And we were on the phone with like three or four different teams um, deciding where I wanted to go. Um, hopefully who was going to take me in a good range. And then, you know, there was one team that called that we were okay with not going there. So um, just being able to get here, um, this is the place I wanted to be, honestly. This was my number one. And for them to call me and, and tell me they were going to select me um, really just meant the world to me. And to see my name pop up on that draft board. I mean, it was so emotional. You know, oh, yeah. Playing 2K all my life and having my 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 player get drafted and then to finally see myself actually be on there and actually have this real-life moment, I mean, it was everything for me. 
It's what you're not, not the only thing that you work for, obviously, but it's it's maybe the biggest thing that you work for in a moment like this. So to feel that validation, and I'm sure that that's unbelievable. So again, congratulations on, on getting to this place. It's, not you. everybody can can say that they're they've gotten to this point. So really good stuff. Is there a player in the league that you called that you're like, hey, I I, I I'm here now. A player that I called? Yeah, yeah. Either draft night or, or that, that reached out to you on that night was just like uh, really Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant reached out, and then uh, actually Kevin Herter reached out the next day to just cool. to talk a little bit. Um, and he was super excited for me to be here. I remember playing against Kevin, and, you know, we were both on City Rocks and wow. work out sometimes in the summertime just because we're Rochester to Albany. It's not that far. So, um, I mean, just being getting feedback from those guys was great. Uh, Isaiah Stewart, Anthony Lamb. Also, some you know Rochester guys who shout out to me, great job. So, I mean, it, it was just really crazy. It's cool, man. It's it's um, unbelievable. Uh, are there players in the league? Because I, I mentioned Kyle Lowry before, but that might not be the guy that you would comp yourself to. Is there a guy? Because when you are in this as as often as you as as for as long as you are, and like getting to those levels as you as you do, there's very few players that get to this level that you could comp yourself to. But who have you? maybe looked up to the league, just just getting here and saying, like, this is how I want to play. This is maybe the style. Or maybe it's just somebody's journey that you, that you really appreciated. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of great players in the league, and I just try and take you know, a lot of different things from them because I play a different style, but I see a lot of similarities in people and how they play. So I use, you know, Marcus Smart. He gets, you know, low guards on him and how he plays on the defense. And Drew Holiday, um, Chris Paul are really three guys. The way Chris Paul plays in the pick and roll is just phenomenal. He always gets to where he wants to go. Right. So those are like, you know, three point guards I really look at. I'm um, trying to help my game right now. Love that. Uh, yeah, all, all of those guys have had tremendous success at this level. So, like, I mean, that's great, great guys to model your game after. Um, Summer League, completely different kind of basketball experience, I'm sure. Not a ton of time to get prepped and ready for, for something like that. But can you just take, take the fan and, and – Peel behind the curtain a little bit. Like, what is that like? And and how you can get so many strong reactions from NBA fans based off of five summer league games. Yeah, um, I loved it. I loved kind of getting out there and competing, and you know, getting used to playing with my teammates. I mean, Hunter had a fantastic summer it was league. Great kid, knocked out a lot of shots, made me look really good on the assist column. So, <laughs> nice. um, Julian playing with Julian and Peyton and Colin, you know, just getting used to those guys and where they like the ball, different stuff like that. So. We have a really young group um, coming in. So, you know, hopefully we can all mesh and continue to get better to try and help, you know, um, as much as we can this year with anybody. It, coming into the league, like it, sometimes you aren't paired with a bunch of young guys that are, that are also joining you at the same spot. But it's got to be nice to get to know guys like Colin and Peyton and Julian and Hunter. And, and like, it could have been just you like being up, up at this spot. And it, that might have been different. It might have been fine. But... I'm sure all these guys going through the same exact process as you probably helps, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Just because we're all in, like, the same spot and we know, you know, um, it's just up to grabs. Everybody's fighting for time right now. And, you know, the good thing is we're all trying to push each other to be better, and we all just want to help, you know, keep this rolling, you know, go um, help Jamal and Jokic and the starters for whatever minutes they need or anything like that. We just want to help the team. Love that. Um is there anything coming up here, like to joining the Nuggets organization that you have since learned or since like people have explained to you about 
uh, that you're like, hey, watch out for this, or this is a thing that you have to know? Like, what's what's the thing that stands out when I when I say that? Um, for me right now, it's like how many fouls are drawn, how crafty yeah. these guards are. I mean, playing against Reggie Jackson just in practice and seeing how he gets to his spots and how he like sweeps through and draws fouls on that. Um, the defense is definitely difficult, different and difficult, you know. It's physical, but then it's like it's physical, and then you can't even touch people at some time. So yeah, exactly. It, it's these guys are really crafty and really creative on how they um, score the basketball. Uh, it's, they love offense in this league. You'll you'll learn that really quickly. <laughs> they love it, man. It's uh, it is a that's that's always going to be a thing until the playoffs come around, where then you can be just slightly more physical. Um, what's the approach? Like you you spoke about this just a little bit the approach of joining a championship team and what it means to just kind of continue that on, what, what do you think you can add to this group and, and what, what's kind of your, your mentality when it comes to adding to a group that's already won? Yeah. So um, I'm just coming in and I'm just going to try and, you know, do my best, you know, play my game. I don't want to get out here and try and do too much and, you know, put people in a bad spot. So I'm going to, you know, share the ball and try and get, you know, the best guys open shots. So that's always been how I played. Um, just play hard and, you know, whatever team needs me to do, um, I'm going to get out there and try and do it. You know, we lose Bruce who was in my position um, last year. So um, just trying to fill his shoes if you know, they, the team needs me to. So just trying to learn as much as possible, honestly. In this process of just coming to Denver, working out with guys, obviously you mentioned Reggie. Um, you've met some of the veterans who've, who've been around. Who's who's a player or, or maybe just somebody around? Maybe it's even one of the guys that you're, you're on the rookie, rookie team with that you are you're surprised about their game in some way whether it's uh, an aspect of their game that you didn't know or just something like oh that guy's in the league for a reason kind of thing yeah um so i didn't know a lot about zeke Naji or yeah. Peyton watson and you know those guys are both had terrific summers um zeke's shooting the ball much better and you know he's even playing a little bit off the dribble so um i can't wait to see his game grow and then, you know Peyton is just a terrific basketball player i mean he's athletic as God knows what. So I can't yeah. wait to see where he goes with his game. And now he's adding some offense into his game too, being able to shoot it off the dribble and, you know, make plays out the pick and roll. So he, he's going to be a terrific player. Really excited for, for those guys as well. It's going to be a lot of fun this year. It's, it's going to be different than, than this last year. There's a lot of different guys that I think are going to have a lot of different roles off the bench this year. So it should be, should be fascinating for sure. Um, I think, like, obviously, you, I don't think you've met Nikola yet. I think he, he went back to Serbia and was, like, gone. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure he'll, he'll be back around. But from what you know, how, how do you think you would describe, just as a basketball savant, the Nikola Jokic-Jamal Murray connection and, and what that means to this team, but also just, like, basketball? Yeah. So uh, Jamal's up here, and I watched him work out, and I watched him play. And, um, you know, he's going through the motions getting back to it but I mean he was making a lot of shots so yeah. I mean I can see how you know how hard it is for people to guard the pick and roll I mean really what do you do do you switch it now Nicola gets a mismatch I mean do you not switch it now Jamal's attacking your big I mean those two just playing off each other it, I don't know how you guard it honestly and with the way Jokic passes it and can shoot it Jamal passing and shoot it both those guys were getting triple doubles in the finals I mean yeah. it's I, it's a combination where, you know, I just hopefully I can learn from Jamal as much as possible and um, see how he plays in the pick and roll. 
I mean, you've got a triple double kind of game like that. The, you're you're going to get the rebounds. That's that's going to be a thing, I think, on the on the second unit. So there's there's definitely a possibility that that could happen. Uh, that'll be that'll be pretty cool. Yeah. That'll be that'll be a pretty cool goal for the for the for first year of your career. Uh, so. What's a player or team in the league that you are excited to face uh, that maybe whether it's an opponent, just, just somebody that, you know, who, who, who are you most excited to go against? Um, for me, it's going to be Steph Curry. Yeah. Whereas, you know, he's somebody I'm, I'm a big Steph Curry fan. And I think for me, the reason I'm such a big fan is to, I know how much work he puts in to be able to shoot the ball like that. Like, I mean, he makes some incredible shots from distance and different things like that. So being able to, you know, compete against him and just, you know, have that kind of looking up to your idol moment is going to be great. But yeah. I mean, I'm going to compete, so I can't wait to see how good he really is. Yeah, I mean, that's, everybody's, everybody has their welcome to the NBA moments. I'm, I'm going to follow back up with you at some point in October or November to see if you've, if you've had yours at that point. But I wonder if Steph Curry pulling up from 35 will be, will be that moment. That's, a, that's just how often does that happen at, at the college level, right? Yeah, uh, people, people don't usually shoot it from that deep, at least that consistently. Yeah. You know, you might make one, but, I mean, that guy can make – six, seven in a row and get hot. He's unbelievable. Um, do you have any personal expectations for how you want your rookie season to go, or is this just kind of a feel it out, see, see what the role is going to be kind of situation? Yeah, um, I have no expectations for this year for me individually. That's how I went into my first year at college, too. You know, I just want to get in, and I work really hard, and I just want to see wherever the team needs me. And then after this year, I'm going to, you know, evaluate what happened. I need to get better at, and then I'll have expectations for the second year. But this first year is just trying to do um, whatever the team needs, figure out my role, figure out my niche, and, you know, try and help in any way I can. And it just team is obviously coming off of a championship we've spoken about, wanting to bolster that. Just what are, what are some ways, like, that, that you think you could help bolster the team, just uh, whether it's your personality, whether it's the, the style of play that you're bringing to the table, what do you think you can bring? Um, you know, just more versatility, IQ, um, and, you know, I can shoot the basketball. So any way around that, you know, whatever the team at this time needs, you know, if I need to get in there and guard, um, I can guard. If I you know, need to move the ball and get guys open shots, um, get guys open shots. I mean, those are you know, the things I try and do the best and uh, been pretty successful this, this far. Well, I agree. Uh, so thank you for for. Hopping, I just want to ask you a few more questions uh, off the court wise. Uh, you've done some community work here in, in the city. Just wanted to give you an opportunity to speak on that and just stuff stuff that you wanted to uh, that, you, that you feel like you're passionate about. Just just helping out in the community. Definitely. I remember when I was a kid. Um, I didn't get to talk to a lot of you know professional athletes. Like we talked to a lot of you know managers or business owners or things like that. But you never really got to talk to professional athletes. Like coming to a class or being able to talk. And, you know, that's always what I wanted to be. I always wanted to be a professional athlete. So um, it's kind of cool, you know, going to see kids and going, oh, my God, like you guys actually came to, like, see us and stuff like that. So yeah. um, it was cool. I went over to West High and was able to talk to those classes. And I did a couple of things at, like, you know, local food pantries and things like that. So just being able to see those kids and um, have them smile and light up their day has been you know, really amazing. Fantastic. Um, have you enjoyed being in the city? Like just it's new place. Uh, you've been here for a couple months, but like it's got to be completely different, right? Yeah. Or no. Yeah. So um, like I said, it's a little bigger than Rochester. 
and you know, but it's still pretty mellow, and I I love it so far in Denver. And people are always like, oh, wait till the winter, but I'm like, I'm from Rochester, so I'm used yeah, to the know. snow and all that stuff. Yeah, so I'm not even worried about it. But um, I love it so far. It's beautiful here. Uh, and we talked a little bit about sports, like just just other other sports you you've gotten into. You told me you're a Dolphins fan. You got a Dolphins prediction that that you want to share with the world at this point before the NFL season kicks off? If Tua stays healthy, yeah. We're going to the AFC Championship. Oh, I if love it. If he stays healthy, we're going. I don't know if we're going to win, but we're going. <laughs> if he, he has to stay healthy, though. Uh, and hopefully he does. Like, that dude is awesome when he uh, when he's on the field. So, uh, look, hey, thank you so much, Jalen. Really appreciate you, you hopping on with us and uh, and taking the time because it's really cool to get an opportunity to get to know uh, some of the new Nuggets rookies and, and some of the new players and new faces that Nuggets Nation is hoping to is, – is really hoping to get to know. So, Thank you so much, and good luck this season. Thank you guys so much for having me. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.